Good morning and welcome to episode 11 of the Elevated Life Podcast. I'm Noelle Quirrell and I am your host today. Today we're going to be talking about antibiotics and we're going to talk about some natural alternatives to antibiotics that work incredibly well, that are incredibly effective, and also what, uh, you know, what antibiotics actually do to the body, uh, which is, I think, very important to understand when it comes to you know, becoming empowered in regards to your own health. And that's what I'm all about. I'm all about watching people become very empowered around their health, going from being fearful of their health or fearful of disease to feeling very empowered and amazing. So I talk about antibiotics a lot with people because in general, we're not educated or informed on what antibiotics actually do to the body. We think it's no big deal to take an antibiotic because we've all grown up taking antibiotics. I know as a child, I took antibiotics all the time whenever anything went wrong. And into my teens and early 20s, if I, you know, if anything like a cold or a cough set in, I was the first one to run and get antibiotics. And I'm sure many of you uh, just have become accustomed to taking antibiotics whenever, you know, you get diagnosed with a cold or uh, the flu or a, a cough or some sort of infection. And I'm sure that your children have probably been on antibiotics multiple times. So what's interesting though is, you know, as many people are aware now, is antibiotics have gotten stronger and stronger over the years. Drug companies have to come up with stronger formulations because bacteria becomes immune to the effects of antibiotics. So, you know, as, as you've probably heard the term superbugs, that is because bacteria become so they mute bacteria mutates over time and and bacteria is living organisms and they basically become immune to the ef negative effects of antibiotics so antibiotics can no longer kill many bacteria so they have to come up with newer stronger formulations and on the outside that might look like a good thing but for the inside of our body it's not a good thing because when you're killing off bacteria, you're killing off bad and good bacteria. And basically our body is just made up of tons of different bacteria all the time. There's good bacteria and bad bacteria. And you know, in recent years, it's become much more popular for people to take uh, probiotics. And there's been lots of mainstream attention for probiotics and how useful probiotics can be. Probiotics meaning probacteria, good bacteria, and the the philosophy of building good the good bacteria in your gut to build up your immune system. And actually, you know, there's a lot of uh, truth to good bacteria building up your immune system. Uh, bad bacteria when it overtakes our immune system is what causes illness. So when you have a higher content of good bacteria, illness will not prevail. We won't get sick. 
or we will get over an illness very quickly. So I'm a fan of probiotics used very carefully and uh, not all probiotics are equal. But yeah, I'm a fan of probiotics, but not like I used to be. I'm much more conservative in my philosophies and approach to using uh, probiotics myself or for my family and, and what I recommend to clients. Uh, I'm again, I'm, I'm a less is more approach type of person. I always feel that my philosophy is less is more. Um, the more we take out, the better off we generally are. It's not about putting more and more and more inside of us to solve the problem. It's generally about taking things out of the body, not putting so much in. And that's how we start to heal. Most of us are eating too much, taking too many supplements, taking medications, drinking the wrong things. So we're, we're very often bombarding our body with too much of the wrong stuff. So I always advocate starting from a clean slate, just taking most everything out and kind of starting fresh and giving the body a break. That's a very simple, basic approach, but it is very effective when it comes to healing. Kind of just stop everything you're doing, especially uh, when it comes to supplements. Many people don't even know which supplements are working because they're taking so many. And I always ask people, well, do you feel better when you take this one? <clears throat> do you feel better when you take that one? And usually people will say, no, I don't notice a difference. Um, and that should tell you something. If you don't really notice a difference and you're taking a supplement for a long period of time, chances are maybe you don't need it and probably you shouldn't be taking it. But today I wanna to get into antibiotics because there's so much that, there's so much misinformation about antibiotics. Now, I'm not against all antibiotics all the time. I'm not an extremist in my, in my opinions or views. Uh, I do believe antibiotics can serve a purpose for emergency situations, for sure. I'm always a fan of something if it's going to save your life. So like my, my, feeling are, my feelings are do whatever you need to do to save your life. So if an antibiotic will save your life, by all means, take it. So that's not what I'm really talking about. I'm talking about antibiotic usage that's, that most people are subjected to over the course of their lives where they've probably had in their lifetime 30, 40, 50 rounds of antibiotics. Some people, it's in the hundreds of rounds of antibiotics. So let's talk about what happens when you have just one round of antibiotics. What'll happen is the bacteria in our gut or in our digestive system is, is basically killed off because that's where the root of our illnesses come from is the digestive system, the gut. So an antibiotic acts, it works in the gut to kill off the bad bacteria. That's why very often somebody will start to feel better within 24 hours or 48 hours after taking antibiotics, they'll already start to feel better. And, uh, and, you know, it's, it's an epidemic how often women are prescribed antibiotics for urinary tract infections, which are actually very easily resolved naturally 
Uh, most women just don't know the magic formula to resolve urinary tract infections and they panic and get antibiotics. But what happens is women who take antibiotics for urinary tract infections happen, they usually get more reoccurring urine, urinary tract infections because the very problem that's causing the urinary tract infection, which is not enough good bacteria, is actually uh, permeated or or it's uh, it's continued by taking antibiotics. So when you take an antibiotic and it kills off the bad bacteria and it kills off the good bacteria and you didn't you already didn't have enough good bacteria, it leaves you in the negative. So your your urinary tract infection may temporarily go away, but then it'll come right back because now you have even less good bacteria, good bacteria in your urinary tract. So it's it's really interesting and and a urinary tract infection actually happens because you don't have enough good bacteria in your digestive system. So it's actually not because of what's going on in your urinary tract. It's actually what's going on in your digestive system. That's why probiotics are extremely powerful and effective when it comes to preventing urinary tract infections. Uh, but I don't want to get too sidetracked into urinary tract infections, but that is just a side note. So if you're a woman and you've been dealing with reoccurring urinary tract infections, please understand that antibiotics are only contributing to the problem. They're not taking it away. And until you change what you're doing, and uh, urinary tract infections are actually caused by food allergies and sensitivities, and again, not enough good bacteria in the digestive system. That's what leaves us prone to urinary tract infections. Uh, I have lots of information about that on my website, thebodyreset.com, because um, this is a very common problem for women. But once you understand how to resolve urinary tract infections naturally, you'll never get them again. Um, anyway, back to antibiotics. So antibiotics kill off the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. And we want the good bacteria. It's kind of like chemotherapy. When they give chemotherapy drugs to cancer, patients, the chemotherapy will kill the cancer cells, but the chemotherapy drug also kills all the good cells. It's like, it's like bombing a whole neighborhood with bombs when all you wanted to target was one person. And instead you killed off a whole neighborhood of people, hundreds of people. So it's the same analogy and we never want to do that. And unfortunately that's what antibiotics do. Now, there's a lot of studies that have been done on antibiotics, and we have so much changes in our micro, in the microbiome of our gut when we take antibiotics that one individual dose of antibiotics can actually cause permanent changes in the gut flora. I want to say that again, just one round of antibiotics can cha can cause permanent changes in the gut flora. And that will have a cascading effects, just that one round of antibiotics when you when you cause permanent changes in the gut flora because the gut flora is everything. How we absorb nutrients is in the gut. How our hormones are balanced comes from the gut. How much serotonin production the good, feel good, balancing hormone 
is produced in the gut, how much dopamine is produced in the gut. All these things are produced in the gut. That's just the tip of the iceberg. How well we metabolize or absorb nutrients is down to how much good bacteria we have in the gut. So, and they estimate 80% of our immune system cells, our entire immune system cells, 80% is in the gut. So when you take antibiotics and you destroy the good bacteria, basically you're destroying your immune system and you're causing potentially permanent changes in the gut flora. Now, I don't like using the word permanent when it comes to the body. Even though studies will use those words and say you're causing permanent damage, I don't like using the word permanent because of what I know about the body's ability to heal and because of what I know about the body's ability to replace unhealthy cells with healthy cells anytime you're willing to change what you're doing. I know that healing is always possible, but it is, it is important to understand that one round of antibiotics can have devastating consequences on the body long term, unless you know how to reverse those damages. So here's what one study found. After a single treatment of intravenous antibiotics, fecal bacteria tests demonstrated a significant change in the variety of bacterial strains and the development of the pathogen Clostridium difficile, which is called C. difficile for short. And basically what that means is it can cause severe diarrhea and cases of colitis, which basically is severe diarrhea. So if you've ever known anyone with ulcerative colitis or colitis, it, it's kind of like irritable bowel syndrome where you're running to the bathroom when you eat and your body isn't able to break down food or form, form stools and basically everything runs right through you. And people with, with colitis sometimes are going to the bathroom up to 20 times a day, bloody diarrhea. It's a, it's a very, very insidious uh, situation and illness. And I've worked with many, many people with ulcerative colitis and when people are having an attack, their immune system is basically given up. It's basically attacking itself. The immune cells have been so damaged over the years, many times stemming from frequent antibiotics. So imagine if antibiotics actually cause ulcerative colitis. Imagine if antibiotics actually cause autoimmune diseases. Just imagine for a minute, if you can understand how antibiotics work, that they could be the root cause, the, the, the reason people have autoimmune issues that they, they need to resolve. Autoimmune issues like MS, rheumatoid arthritis, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, asthma, allergies, uh, lupus, fibromyalgia. I mean, there's just too many to even mention here. But just imagine that if you have an autoimmune issue and you're listening to this right now, ask yourself, how many times in your life have you taken antibiotics and just take out every, every other possible cause of an autoimmune dis disease? Ask yourself, hypothetically, what if you taking antibiotics in your life 
actually caused that autoimmune disease because that's how much damage antibiotics do to our actual immune system, the immune cells in our gut. 80% of our immune cells are in the gut. So if an antibiotic wipes out all the good bacteria, which we need to keep us healthy, and wipes out all the bad bacteria at the same time, we're left with not a lot of good stuff unless we know how to replenish the good bacteria and actually work on healing our body. So it's, it's a very crazy thing. It, they, doctors estimate now that up to 80% of all people who are prescribed antibiotics don't even need them. They don't even need the antibiotics. They ask for them because people have been conditioned to go to the doctor's office and ask for antibiotics if they don't feel good. How many people do you know just go, I'm going to go get a Z-Pack. I'm going to go get, that's, that's like a, a popular antibiotic. People don't even know what's in it. They don't even know what they're taking. But they just go and take a Z-Pack if they're having something wrong that they know the antibiotic will make them feel better. And people take Z-Packs like they're candy. I mean, I know people who've taken Z-Packs once or twice a year or three times a year for years until they don't work anymore. And those people, not coincidentally, have lots and lots of reoccurring health issues. So what's interesting to note is when you stop taking antibiotics and you trust that your body will overcome an illness on its own if you know what know how to do the right things, that's a scary thing to do sometimes because I... I was one of those people, like I said, up until my 20s, where if anything went wrong, I was the first one to get an antibiotic. I didn't think twice about it. I mean, antibiotics always made me feel better, and they were an easy solution. I knew nothing about really how, how to heal my body, so I would take an antibiotic. Now, uh, and not coincidentally, I had a lot of reoccurring health issues during that time in my life. I remember the very first time I trusted my body to heal without using antibiotics. It was very, very scary. I was, I had one foot out the door to get an antibiotic and I just didn't even know if it would work, but I just figured I would give it a shot. And it was when I was dealing with one of the first urinary tract infections I'd ever gotten in my life. And I read all these things online about how to cure a urinary tract infection naturally. I went and got everything that was recommended. And there were lots and lots of different things recommended. I mean, people recommended dozens of different things. But I was reading positive stories about people, you know, healing urinary tract infections naturally. And I was thinking, you know, it's, if you've ever had one, it's extremely painful. It's very scary. You want it to stop. It's just horrible. Um, and there's always that fear that it could go to your kidneys and you're warned, you know, you don't want this, you don't want a urinary tract infection to turn into a kidney infection that can be very dangerous. So there's a lot of fear around that. And I was one of those people, I was scared. So I decided to do all these home remedies that I had been reading about and slowly but surely they started working. And once I saw that I was able to heal my very first urinary tract infections naturally using these home remedies I had read about without ever taking any antibiotics to do it, I was so 
amazed. I, I couldn't believe all these things I had been reading about were really true, that these were real people. And uh, these different remedies I was trying really did work. I talk a lot about natural remedies uh, when I work with clients, and I have tons of information about healing urinary tract infections naturally on my website, thebodyreset.com, in case you're interested. But I wanted to read you something about antibiotics. These studies have shown that there's a normal, there's a disturbance of the normal intestinal flora following antibiotic use, and it may be responsible for the overgrowth of dangerous pathogens. So again, it when you take antibiotics, it kills the good bacteria, it kills the bad bacteria, and then when you're done, it leaves room for these dangerous pathogens to multiply because there's not enough good bacteria to keep the bad bacteria in check. So it's, it's very fascinating uh, that this can happen. Anyway, I could go on and on about the, the different changes that occur in the mucosal lining of the digestive tract after a round of antibiotics that leaves that leaves certain people susceptible to Crohn's disease or colitis or irritable bowel disease or all sorts of other autoimmune diseases which all stem from the digestive tract. When we have, we have the uh, misinformation or misunderstanding that uh, bowel uh, autoimmune diseases like colitis or Crohn's or IBS have to do with the digestive system and we don't understand that the, all these other autoimmune diseases like lupus and fibromyalgia and multiple sclerosis and rheumatoid arthritis they also all have to do with the digestive tract again 80 percent of our our immune system cells are in the digestive tract we want to keep our immune cells healthy and strong and multiplying and we want our good bacteria level really high so that that's how we stay healthy now I want to mention here that I'm personally somebody who suffered from years and years and years of reoccurring asthma, allergies, and anxiety. And that's because those three things very often go hand in hand because anxiety is triggered when our serotonin production is really low and serotonin is produced in the gut. This is why people who have uh, chemical imbalances, what they call brain chemical imbalances, really they are gut chemical imbalances. What happens is when our digestive tract isn't working optimally and our good bacteria count is low and our bad bacteria count is high, we don't produce enough serotonin and that leads to anxiety or manic depression or all sorts of other chemical imbalance related issues. That's why when you heal the gut and you get the right amount of good bacteria coming into your gut, all these other issues start to go away. The manic depression goes away, the anxiety goes away, the mood disorders go away, the depression goes away, the anxiety, the uh, ADHD, I mean, all sorts of attention issues go away. It's, it's really incredible what happens when we understand how to heal our digestive system and how to replace our all the good bacteria in our gut 
So there are ways to offset the damage that antibiotics can cause, but it does require work. It requires an understanding of how to begin healing your digestive system. If you wanna undo years and years and years of damage from antibiotics, then you have to do some work. You have to be willing to make some changes. You have to be willing to increase the, the good bacteria in your gut, and you have to be willing to take things out that are adding to the bad bacteria in your gut. There's lots of things we eat and take and do that add to the bad bacteria over, overload in our gut. We want the good bacteria to be higher. So uh, this is just to touch on antibiotics. The good news is there's lots and lots and lots and lots of great things in our own kitchen right now perhaps in your own kitchen right now, that actually act as very effective antibiotics and natural remedies. One of my favorite is iodine. Iodine is antiviral, antifungal, and antibacterial. And it can actually help heal the lungs. So if you have asthma or bronchitis or pneumonia or flus or you get reoccurring coughs, and taking iodine daily can actually ward that off and he help heal your lungs and clear out all that mucus. So iodine is very effective. Garlic. Garlic is one of the most powerful natural antibiotics we have. Not only does garlic kill bad bacteria and viruses and fungus, it helps heal the digestive system. One of my favorite things to tell people to do is to eat two raw cloves of garlic a day. Really, because that can actually help overturn the damage that's been done. Ginger is another powerful antibiotic, ginger. And raw apple cider vinegar and tea tree oil and colloidal silver. These are just a few things that are easily available to anybody who lives near a grocery store or a health food store or a vitamin store who has access to online ordering, these are just a few of the many things that can help totally eradicate viruses and bacteria and fungus in the body. Natural antibiotics are all I've used for 17 years. I haven't had one round of antibiotics in 17 years, if you can believe that. And from for coming from somebody who was so afraid to not take antibiotics for fear that I would get sicker and sicker and sicker if I didn't, or for fear that this an illness would just get worse and worse and worse and possibly lead to death if I didn't take antibiotics. I mean, that's how I used to think. So I can't believe I can say that it's been 17 years since I've taken antibiotics and that I haven't even needed them. Now, again, if I was in an emergency situation and I needed them, I'm all for saving your life. If Do whatever you need to do to save your life. I'm always going to say that to anybody. Save your life. If you need to go to the hospital and have surgery to save your life, do it. If you need a drug to save your life, do it. But I am not. I am not a fan of taking medications long term or taking medications for things your body can easily and almost effortlessly remedy on its own. And so another positive is that when I had asthma all the time, which I don't have anymore, whenever I would get a cold, it would turn into a chronic hacking cough 
filled with mucus and I would have that cough for months and months and months because my body had a hard time clearing it out or healing from it because my immune system was always struggling. I was always allergic, always having asthma, always having anxiety and not coincidentally always taking antibiotics and I could just never beat it. So I would get these hacking coughs like two, three times a year and they wouldn't go away. They would last for a month or two and I can... On, and, and if you have ever dealt with asthma, you know that not being able to breathe is a horrible feeling. It's a scary feeling. It's probably one of the worst feelings you could ever experience. But so that's why I would take antibiotics. I was afraid of not being able to breathe or, or all that stuff. But now what's happened that I became healthy and I know what, how to handle my body and treat my body, uh, I don't get coughs. I haven't had a cough in probably 15 years. I haven't had a sore throat. I haven't had those viruses and bugs that go around uh, because I keep my immune system healthy. It's not to say I never have an off day. Of course, sometimes I have an off day. I don't feel that great or I'm more tired or I want to relax. I mean, of course, that's the rhythm of life. You're going to have off days. But the good news is I don't get sick where I'm laid in my bed for two, three, four days or a week. That doesn't happen. That, that hasn't happened in 17 years. And the same goes for my entire family, for my daughter and for my son who has special needs. He's 12 years old and he's supposedly supposed to be sick all the time. And he's absolutely never sick. He's never even needed antibiotics either. And he's 12 years old. And he's supposed to be have a weakened immune system and he's as healthy as a horse and my daughter's 18 and she's never had antibiotics. And my husband, in the entire time we've been married, I don't think he's ever been sick more than a day or two. So I'm not bragging. I want you to know this isn't bragging and I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. I'm not. I'm just, as, I'm this, I'm just like everybody else. All I'm saying is I've learned... We've learned how to take care of ourselves. We learned how to eat. We learned how to manage ourselves. We're not perfect. And I don't live this idealistic perfection of a life. But uh, we do value and honor our bodies. We take care of ourselves. And um, we're not rigid. We're not extremists. I'm not, I've, I've, I've said before in different podcasts, I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian or paleo or any one thing. I believe in eating high density nutrients, period. And then occasionally we'll have something that isn't a high density nutrient like of course a dessert or a special occasion or, or you know but it's what you do 90% of the time consistently that's what matters it's not what you do 10% or 5% of the time it's what you do 90% of the time and that's always what I teach so just try to do the best you can most of the time so if you want to get away from using antibiotics there's lots of other natural remedies and alternatives there's lots of information I've lots of information on my website the body reset com about this you can always reach out for, with questions and if you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast please leave them i want your interaction i want your feedback and you know i'm here to support you and hopefully inspire you that there are other alternatives and there are ways to do things that you know that don't have to lead to the same result so if you're thinking that you can never ever resolve the, your next illness without antibiotics. What I would challenge you to do is say, hey, give it a shot. Try some other natural remedies, of which there's hundreds, and trust that your body has the ability to heal. And 
the less frequently you take antibiotics, the healthier you become. And in fact, if you can get to a place where you never need antibiotics again, or you don't take them for anything any anymore, you'll find you're the healthiest you've ever been. And again, I don't think that's a coincidence. So I wanna leave you with a really positive uh, bit of information uh, from Abraham Hicks, one of, one of my favorite thought leaders of our time. And this is just something I pulled up to read. Uh, let's see. This is um, just random, but I pulled this up. It says, what others are doing around you seems very important when you have not found your own steadiness. You want to say to them, don't rock my boat. If you rock my boat, I can't be steady. But the truth of it is, you're the only boat rocker in your world. Only you can rock your boat. Very simple and very easy to understand. Basically, don't let someone else dictate how you feel. Don't let someone else take you out of your mojo. Don't let somebody else take you off course because of how they're feeling. Stay true to what you know works for you and don't let somebody else's opinions affect you. I look forward to, to tomorrow's podcast with you and I hope you have an amazing day and thank you for letting me share with you. Until tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.